more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five after five. Welcome back to High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. The forecast for Sydney enclosed waters, northwesterly 10 knots is the wind. The sea's 0.5 of a metre and sunny. For those thinking about heading offshore, there is a strong wind warning current for a couple of locations, Macquarie, Hunter and Batesman's Coast. And uh, we have a Hunter Coast warning for tomorrow as well. At this stage, anyway, the forecast says winds westerly 15 to 20 knots, turning northwesterly during the morning and early afternoon. Winds reaching up to 25 knots offshore in the late evening. Seas, 1 to 2 metres, decreasing to 1 metre around midday, then increasing to 1.5 later in the evening. The swell out of the east to southeasterly at just below 1 metre. Mostly sunny is the forecast. Speaking of sunny, Tenterfield. Well, I was going to say good morning to you, but yeah, let's go to Tenterfield. <laughs> Stevie Bowler, good morning. How are you? Uh, you look, look, I've had better weeks. Why? Uh, well, last Saturday, I uh, had my double SAA meeting and that was all good. And then the, the father in law calls me and says, Oh, I want to sell some cattle on Monday. Can you come and help me round them up? And he's only around the corner. So I said, Yeah, no problem. I'll just. You know, I ducked down, and the, the wife and kids took, you know, we sort of went down and around the corner. As I say, literally around the corner, like 400 metres away. Uh, he's got 10 acres there, uh, and uh, he's got a, a few cows there that he wanted to get rid of. You know, they were getting a bit big and, and boisterous for him, and he's, he's an old fella. So, uh, yeah, we, we did that. We sort of got, you know, there's only four he wanted to sell, and yeah, we got three of them into the yards, and uh, this last one just would not go into to the yards. Kept uh, running around the dam and carrying on like an idiot, and uh, you know, I kept you know slowly pushing her up, slowly pushing her up, and eventually uh, she got the urets right in the middle of the paddock, turned around. She was about fifty meters away from me, and uh, she was a lot closer to everybody else, and. Uh, yeah, you know, for some reason she signalled me out, and she just charged me from about fifty yards or so away, and just I kept thinking, well, she's got the whole paddock. She'll turn. She'll turn. Yeah, she's an old <laughs> And uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, she didn't turn, and uh, bowled straight into me, up over her head. I went and uh, down onto my right arm, which uh, resoundingly just went out of the socket. Ooh. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, very, very painful. And I'm sort of kneeling there on the ground as I got up and I sort of looked at her and she sort of turned around and I thought, oh, she's coming back around too and I'm in trouble here. But fortunately, she sort of decided, oh no, she looks like you've had enough. And I had. So uh, she uh, took off and uh, so she didn't end up going to market on Monday. Yeah, funny that. <laughs> but, uh, and I sort of, yeah, managed to... Uh, yeah, you know, get myself to to my car, and uh, the hospital's only three hundred meters up the road from where Christine's dad is. So Christine jumped in the car with me, and I sort of drove up there, you know, straight away, uh, one handed type thing. You know, still in a little bit of pain, but not too bad. You know, it only just happened, and uh, you know, it was right on change of shift, so we had two doctors there and, and a bunch of nurses really 
wonderful nurses and, and uh, very switched-on doctors. By the time I got out of the car in the car park, I was just sweating like an absolute mess. I was just terrible, in a lot of pain. Went in, they gave me some morphine and uh, some other drugs and so forth and took some x-rays and like, well, yes, it's definitely out of the socket. And uh, I was like, well, I can see that. And I had to cut my shirt off and do all that. And then they put me under and clipped it, it back out. And I've been in a, a sling in a lot of pain for the last week. But on uh, Thursday, I went and got ultrasounds and physio and all that sort of thing. And they said, there's no tears and I won't need surgery or anything. I just need to... Yeah, do my gentle little exercises, and I should be right in a couple of weeks. But and more morphine. No, look, it, I'm not a big fan of that stuff. It, I, all it did was made me ill. Yeah. You know, I, I got very, uh, like, seasick, and uh, it didn't really touch the, the pain at all. Like, I was I was in an awful lot of pain. I, I haven't been in pain like that since I don't know when, but, uh yeah. Dislocations, not a big fan. You know, one out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's uh, yeah, been one of those weeks where I, I had a, so much planned this week and I couldn't do any of it. Uh, but uh, that's all right. You know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll come good and uh, try and get back on top of things. But so obviously no fishing has been occurring this week. Uh no maintenance of fishing gear, no nothing. It's been uh, a pretty quiet week for me. And then the, the uh, stock and station agent called me yesterday and said, oh, the guy who bought your, your, your father-in-law's cattle is, is pretty keen for the other one. Do you think you could round her up and put her in the yard? <laughs> Not really, no. No delivery pickup. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, can, you can come and get her and, and put her into the yard yourself. But... Um, yeah, so that's that's been my week, unfortunately, guys. It's been yeah, pretty pretty rough. But uh, hopefully, I will have some reports for you next week. What well, okay. breed of cow? It was it was a Charolais, which is why uh, I thought it did surrender. You know, it's French. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. Do, do you guys know anyone that's eaten a Charolais? No. And yes. I don't yes. Basically, I think there are. A yes. Hang on, hang on. We get we get them up at Canada, and we go up to the show. They have them there. Yeah, I, I reckon it's just rebadged Angus. Charolais you know? <laughs> are like ostriches, you know. It's, it's one of those pyramid schemes where the breeders sell them to each other. No bugger eats them, and uh, you know, as I, say, I just thought, oh, I will, I will surrender. You win, but no, it was one of those French Foreign Legion cows, and uh, absolutely belted the snot out of me. So, <laughs> very ordinary. Oh, well. Look after yourself, Steve. Will do, guys. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> 12 minutes after five. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspiration wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au
Hottest of hot, hot party you've ever seen. Rain comes on steady, hot and strong. It just keeps on and on. Install the rain. Install the rain. Install the rain. Install the rain. Ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coats or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats, equipped for anything. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. For ultimate braking performance on your off-road adventures, fit Bendix Ultimate four-wheel drive brake pads. Their high-tech ceramic formulation provides low dust and noise while delivering high temperature stability and exceptional fade resistance. They also feature our mechanical retention system backing plate for improved pad attachment strength. Bendix Ultimate four-wheel drive brake pads. Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 16 minutes after five here on High Tide. Time to find out if we can make some cash this weekend. You want some, well, besides the Stacer that she got for sale. That's it. Yeah, actually, I've got, I've got to read out a review I got on on our website. Yes, well, actually, on Google, five star review. I'll read it out later. I'm looking forward to that. Let's catch up with John Carrickasanas though and see if we can back a winner today. G'day, buddy. How are you? Uh, very good, gentlemen. Yourselves? Not too bad. I suppose we're going to Ramwick today. They've got ten races on the program. They're racing on a soft five. No, mate. We're going to Eagle Farm. Going to Eagle Farm just to be difficult, are we? No, no, happy hunting ground, mate. Happy That's hunting ground. Only nine races there, so we just need nine winners from you, bud. Okay. Best bet of the day is in the Touch Tiara. Yep. Race, race seven, Opal Ridge. Opal Ridge, number 16. The next best is in race three or four, Lunchies. It should win. It just wins that horse. Race three, number two, Lunchies. Yeah, and... Race. Oh, hang on. Was there another one? Oh, in in the uh, twelve hundred meter race, Prince of Boom. Prince. Twelve hundred meter race. Prince uh, of Boom. Race eight, number race two. Eight, number two. 
Yeah, Prince I of didn't Boom. originally like uh, Big Variety, that, but it's Scratch. Yep. So we'll go with the next best in that in that field. Um, yeah, it'll be hard to beat. It's drawn bad, but it'll just Tim Clark. He'll he'll just come across lead. Hopefully, kick away and win again. Sounds good. So the three all at Eagle Farm. Okay. Easy. Race two, race three, number two, race seven, number 16, and race eight, number two. Do you bet again well today? Done. Well, well done with your punting over the last four weeks, mate. I really appreciate you putting some money into that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just following the guru's tips. No, I know, I know. If, I, if, only, if only Kieran could do the same. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone quiet. <laughs> I won't respond because we don't have enough time. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all no, good. it is good. Thank you, John. Okay, I'll get I'll get back to you later on this morning with with one of those no three. Worries. No worries, Alan. Okay, thanks, John. <laughs> okay, have a good day, guys. <laughs> okay, so, John Karakasanas <laughs> there with our I, tips for today. I think he was going to bag you, Kieran. He was. <laughs> Race seven, number sixteen. Yeah, Opal uh, Ridge. Yep, yeah, goes good. Yeah. Race three, number two, lunches. Yep. And race eight, number two is what? Prince of? Pr- Prince of Boom. Prince of Boom. Yeah, Robbie Heath- Heathcote's got a couple in that race too. So interesting. I'm posting them on Facebook as we speak. So there you go. A man who has had a very, very busy week. Caught up with him a couple of times during He's the week. He's only working a couple of days a week, uh, isn't he? Yeah, he moved right. up the coast to take it easy and not do much. <laughs> Rang him, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, mate, I'm just disconnecting a trailer at the moment. Okay, cool, cool. PJ, good morning. How are you? <laughs> which which suburb did you just wake all the residents up in? Uh, Sapphire Beach. Sapphire Beach. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Some days you get diamonds and sapphires, or some days you get lumps of coal. And other days you get PJ on the hook. That lump of coal turns into sapphire and diamonds. Yeah, well, it's under pressure, isn't it? But, you know, I tell you what, the way electricity bills are going up, coal should be worth more than diamonds. Oh, I think you're right. But why are we paying so much? Uh, Because they can gouge it, mate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there's no energy protection, or, you know, there's no, um, I'm not trying to say, uh, no um, guarantee that we'll get stuff for us, you know? No, that's right. We've got to right. come to the overseas market. Yeah. If, we, if, we, uh, if, if we drive them of a sale, we've got to pay a premium for the stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it- utilities like power, water... They should, should never be privatised. They should be a state utility. Yeah. I agree with that one. Now, do you, ever, you get a lot of feedback with your PJ. Do you get much uh, getting fishing in during the week? Uh, yeah, I think I only fished four or five times. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, the tailor fishing has been excellent. I've had the smoker going gangbusters the last few nights. Um... It doesn't matter whether you want to spin off the rocks or um, fish the beaches. There's that many tailor around at the moment. And the size has dropped. They've, um, they've come down a bit, but they're, um, you know, you're still going to get fish around the kilo, and they're not to be uh, 
not to be laughed at, they're, they're good honest eaters. The, the Ludderick, well, we went after some Ludderick up at Harrington, Paul Chambers and I, and they've certainly uh, come down in uh, quantity, but the, the quality's there, there's really nice fish in amongst them, but I think they uh, they might wait for this moon phase to be over and maybe come back on the bite, but you know, like, you had to book a parking spot at the wall at Harrington, uh, there last weekend and uh, Monday, and then they've quietened down. There's still some good fish around. Um, Breckenridge Channel in Cox has got some very nice uh, luttering there, and so too is the wall at Sun Curry. And if you want to fish just at the edge of the, the pool at Sun Curry where the eddy is, uh, Linda and I went down there the other day, and there's some really nice blackfish congregating around there. The only problem is these westerlies, the water is It's on, don't you? Depends what else they're listening to. I think that's better. No, you're still getting the feedback. Yeah, it's a Bluetooth. Yeah, just hang on a sec. Waiting, waiting. Well, that should be better. Ah, much better. That's it, much better. Much better. But, um... Yeah, fish-wise, uh, there's plenty of fish. There's still still a lot of brim about. And um, the quality of the brim that we've got at the moment is um, quite good. You know, like, you're going to go fishing the the rivers, the rock walls, the holes on the beaches, and you're going to get brim up to, you know, six 700 grams as the general run of fish. You know, so if your average fish is six or 700 grams, that's a great, great uh, bag of fish you've got. Because I've seen some absolute stonkers around the 1.3 and 1.4 kilo, um, and they haven't been shy. They're taking whole squid on seven O's that the guys have been fishing for dew with. Um, speaking of which, Paul Chambers got a 12 kilo one off the beach last night there at Old Bar, so and uh, it came through into my uh, message feed, and I saw that. And as I come out for the, we had to run the um, RFS raffle down the tavern last night. Paul was. Uh, getting a couple of bags of ice to ice it down ready for the weigh tomorrow afternoon so pretty good um, offshore fishing it's been hit and miss if you can find the fish you'll do well like the snapper have been in the shallows very early like on, on the um, Piccadilly Dawn you, you, you can get them there on baits and soft plastics on the shallower grounds and then you've got to push out during the day and get out to 65 metres but um, man, there's some oceanic speed humps out there. Oh, these are whales. They're, um, they are in f- 
full cry at the moment heading north, and it's spectacular to see. Like, uh, when I was uh, fishing down at Bluey the other day with Scott Gill, we were getting some nice tailor down there. The horizon was just littered with whales breaching. Like, at one stage, I thought, oh, these are ICBMs being launched from submarines. <laughs> but, you know, they just kept launching. But, um, yeah, no, spectacular sight. But I wouldn't be travelling far offshore until daylight is well and truly with us because you don't see these things. And I know I know they hear it. Um, I saw some YouTube footage of a friend that's sailing up from Port Stephens up to the Whitsundies, and they had one breach right next to their yacht because the yachts don't have an engine noise. But um, even with power boats, you can still have some monumental um, pant-changing moments when they get too close. But, uh, yeah, look, as I said last week, if you can't catch a fish at the moment, you're not trying. Yeah. And that's, that's about it in a nutshell. I've got no freshwater report because all the trout fishing up around Gloucester, that's all closed season. Um, the bass are all closed off at the moment. So, um that, that's about it. Okay, that sounds good. What do you want to talk about tomorrow? <laughs> Cooking. <laughs> Cooking. What are you well, going to be at the boat show too, aren't you? Sorry? You'll be at the boat show? Where were you last week when we talked about it? <laughs> I'm just he checking. Wasn't, he you wasn't changed well that often. I just thought you might be driving a truck. No, no, I'll be down for the boat show. I wouldn't miss it for quids. There you go. Yeah, PJ, Gregory, I'll, I'll be there on the stage doing my uh, pres- uh, offshore fishing for snapper on the offshore reefs. Right. And so I'll be doing that talk, and along with uh, Justin Duggan, Reese Creed, Creed, sorry, um, Greg Reed, Paul Burt, Tim Simpson. Who else comes along? Uh, ET will be there, I guess. He's the guy that they got to be the ambassador this year, Kieran, you know? That's Kieran right. got the flick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me put I don't think way. I could walk around it anyhow. Yeah. Well, you know, I think they're renting wheelchairs. It's all on one level. <laughs> I think you're going to find people like me can't get in because if you can't, don't have a computer and you don't order online, you can't get a ticket. We'll get him a ticket. We'll get him a Kieran, ticket. Kieran, most people have friends that would... Ha- be <laughs> well, yeah, able no, to full stop. It, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, we, let's yeah. highlight the word friends. <laughs> oh, dear. I said, hey, listen, I've got to say. Oh, you might print me out a ticket. No. Um, <laughs> 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 yes, I will. I've got to say good morning to Lucky Lenny. He's been a bit crook. He spent a, a bit he of time has, in hospital yeah, last I, week. I so. spoke to Kelly the other day. And um, I just I just want to reach out. Um, Benny Pake, who's a professional fisherman, part-time truck driver. Condolences on the loss of your stepdad during the week. I, uh, I, Benny hasn't been fishing because he's been uh, taking care of affairs for his mum. So, yeah, yeah um, condolences out to the Pake family there. Okay. While well, I've got two minutes, I'll ask you a question. You haven't question. got two minutes. You've got one. <laughs> uh, earlier this morning... 30 seconds left. Right. They were talking about height of the trucks. Right, and the yeah, four point three meters is the standard height. Anything over that, you've got to have a permit for. That's it. There you go. So and every driver should know the height of his load. Absolutely. I mean, a good thing working for a good reputable company. They don't. Um, they don't take chances. Everything's idiot proof. On the front wall of a trailer, it says this trailer is four point three meters high. This trailer is four point six. Right. There you go. Yeah. And if they pull you over and you say you're operating over height. We've got a little QR code on the windscreen that the RMS can just 
um, scan that with their Q-Code reader and it finds the permits for them. Yep. Nice. Fixed. Nice. Have a good one, PJ. We'll chat Thanks, to you mate. tomorrow. Now, let's talk about smoking fish tomorrow. Eh? Okay. Oh, Beautiful. Sounds good to me. This is High Tide. It is 29 after 5. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. Oh, we need to renew our public liability insurance. Yeah, it was actually... Submit time, poor cafe owners. Who are you? I'm the Grim Renewer, bringing pain and suffering to renewing your business insurance. Expensive policy. Small print. Confused. Yeah, I've already done it. What? I went online to bizcover.com.au, easily compared top insurers, and switched to a policy that's heaps cheaper. No pain? No drama. It only took me a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, bizcover.com.au. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Let's go down south and see what's happening down in beautiful Joyvis Bay. Good morning, Mr. Reid. Oh, very good morning. How are we? We're good. What are you up to down there? Uh, trying to stay out of the wind. <laughs> That's going to be a hard <laughs> thing to do today too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about tuna. Um, I could be dragged out of the estuary if they come in close enough and the wind backs off. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, good, good. Um, well, pretty much, you know, all the offshore fish shows are profiting at the moment. Um, everyone's got tuna fever for both bluefin and a pretty good run of yellowfin at the moment. Um, pretty much spread by the looks of it between sort of the bulk of the fish between Naruma and Jervis Bay. Um, am I right across it? Look, I could probably be better informed, but the sort of if I was to be thinking about going today, I'd be thinking about a thousand fathoms somewhere out east of the kink. The only problem is if you look at Windy TV, um, it's going to be a bit blowy out there. We might get a little drop in the wind later on uh, this afternoon. Um, that's probably going to be your best bet, but it's not going to be a, a sub-10 knot kind of walk in the park, chuck okay. stick, everything kind but, of day, so a bit bumpy. For the people who don't know, how far out is 1,000 fathoms? Oh, 1,000 fathoms is probably about 15 nautical miles. Okay. Thereabouts. That's 6,000 um, feet or the kinks about yeah. yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah. The kink is, uh, from memory, about ten miles southeast of Point Perpendicular. So the kink is like a big kink in the continental shelf, and it's like a big canyon that comes in from deep water, and that water funnels up through those canyons. It gets concentrated, and that's where all the nutrients get concentrated. That's where a lot of the bait hangs. That's great, but as far as tuna go, they're really travelling on these, um, on these either the temp breaks or the bluefin, particularly in the cooler water. Now, we've got a big anti-clockwise eddy. It's pretty much located due east of Batemans Bay, although the area on this eddy is 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 massive. So that cooler water, which is, you know, around about that oh, 16 to 18 degree mark, or 16 even up to 18.519, that's going anti-clockwise, pushing up against another another eddy further north and so on and so on. So... Inshore, the current's still running downhill, but out out over the continental shelf, that that upwelling where it's like a big eddy of cooler water is hitting the warmer water on those edges and those interfaces. That's where you sort of plan a trip to be. Now, there's a lot more people out there with a lot more in-depth information than I have. I, I no longer su- subscribe to a lot of the paid-for uh, sea surface temperature apps now because I'm not doing enough offshore-based stuff, but anyone that's seriously into their game fishing will be – pinpointing those you can pinpoint a lot of the traffic though with the um the commercial fleet as well in this day and age everyone's actually sharing information which is really good because at the end of the day we all get onto the fish um most crews are really well prepared and i'm just going to say like if you're going to be putting in all this effort make sure you take some really big either really big eskies or the really big sort of surfboard bags full of ice do the fish justice, dispatch it, bleed it, get it on ice as soon as you can. There's nothing worse than having a a, a big bluefin or even a big yellowfin on the deck for six hours that you haven't handled right. It's just just sacrilege to the fish, you know, and um, it just – the, the quality of the product is nowhere near as good as if you can bleed it and gut it and then just get it on ice in a in a big chiller bag straight up. So hopefully most crews and, – and most crews are, are across that and learn how to fill it. Um, and if you're going to be chucking away belly flaps and all that sort of stuff when you're at the boat ramp, you can sort of get hold of me and I'll come down and I'll fight you for it. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing how many people chuck away the belly flap on a tuna. Like it's just – it's bloody sacrilegious, you know. It's the best part of the whole fish and, and people just seem to be fixated with one big backstrap fillet and they're throwing the rest away. It, it, it shouldn't happen. But let's not – Let's not focus on that because um, we've got a lot of crews that are coming down here to travel. It looks like the next 
the next good day in terms of like a, a glassed off day is probably not looking like it's going to happen till the middle of next week. But um, that seems to be the word on the street at the moment, around about a thousand fathoms east of the kink. And, okay. Uh, or have a look at your sea surface temp stuff. Um, inshore, uh, water temps have cooled right off. Um, some bigger kings around the headlands. Not much has really changed in terms of um, we're getting it. We'll probably actually get a better run of snapper coming up to July now. This is where some of the bigger ones start to move inshore. Um, beaches are still fishing really good. The basin's freezing cold at the moment. I was standing in the water the other day, and I reckon it's easily down to sort of 12, 13 degrees. Um, so that's sort of really backed right off now. Um, personally, I won't touch it now till about spring. But there are some big choppers around. You've just got to fish really light if you're in the basin, and the river leading into the basin around Sussex Inlet uh, produce them really well, actually, for blackfish and uh, flathead right at the bottom end. But, um, yeah, we could do with a bit of rain, dare I say it. Um, veggie garden's starting to dry out just a little bit now, uh, but we've just got these. We're just stuck in this westerly pattern at the moment, which doesn't look like it's going to break until um, probably late next week. I'm, I'm tipping we on the long range forecast. We could have an east coast low sort of formulating next Sunday, but that's a it's a bit too far out to accurately predict that at the moment. Okay, that sounds like a bit of fun. But if you're desperate and you want to fish, and you can still get in a into the bay and have a fish. Oh, yeah, you can still get into the bay. Um, yeah, bearing in mind, like if the wind does pick up over 20 knots, it's going to be pretty choppy. But underneath the cliffs this time of year, out the front, like the cliffs are, are pretty iconic in this part of the world. Um, anything out to about a nautical mile is is really, really, um, really achievable. Um, there are there are so many whales around. It, it's just ridiculous. Um you know, particularly down in Wreck Bay, there's, there's, you can easily go down there and see 50, 60 whales in a day. If, if you took a running jump in some places, you'd land on their backs. I wouldn't recommend that, you know, because you've got a, there's minimum distances <laughs> yeah. we've all got to keep, but it, it builds a visual picture of how close to the shore they are. Um, there's stacks of them, and um, travelling in the dark at the moment, um, they are a hazard to navigation. So, uh, as they say in the game, maintain a sharp lookout. There's blow down, there's whales around. They're yeah. Big speed humps. Yep, they are. But certainly for the first five miles, most of these fish are swimming in close to sort of, um, uh, you know, ride that counter current, which could be travelling north. Um and that that varies south of Jervis Bay and north of Jervis Bay. There's a lot of complexity in it, but the the bulk of them are in within five miles of the coast. Okay, and the pro lures are still working out there. Yeah, and I'd be taking I'd be taking the ultra gar out if I'm. Um, hopefully, I'm going to get a shot at the tuna this year in terms of lining up a good day when when uh, mate with the offshore boats ready and the weather's ready and the weather god's shine. So I'll be taking the ultra gar, and I'm also going to take a 220 mil. Uh, Prey Minnow um, in the new X-Tough formula. And I'm going to be trolling that. So when you actually hook up thinking positively on a, on a skirted lure, you basically just pull the bail arm open. That thing then just swims down on a one-ounce jig head and then you get a double hook up because of the bite um, as it's fluttering down through the water column too. Okay. Happy days. Sounds good to me. Okay. All good. Thank you. Much appreciated. You have a great weekend. Will do. Same to you and the listeners. Oh, no worries. Thanks, Greg. See you then, bye. That was Greg Reid. We'll Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking.
Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I, I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP government. 2SM has Sydney talking. Trying to get to footy training on time. Leaving early to avoid peak hour traffic. Grabbing those last minute ingredients for tonight's dinner. Do it safely and with confidence on Maxxis tyres. Designed and built for delivering performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxxis tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Maxxis tyres. Find out more today at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks friendly function staff on 9670 you don't want to miss Flight Centre's spiciest Asia sale yet with great savings for Japan, Thailand, Bali and beyond. Save up to $1,000 on Thailand, 40% off the Maldives, 20% off Hong Kong, $1,414 bonus value on Bali and up to $865 off Singapore. Don't miss out. These terrific deals won't last long, so book now. With over 90 stores in New South Wales, find your local travel expert and book today. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Have you been charged with a criminal offence? Need legal representation or advice? With our dedicated criminal team, you can have the peace of mind that you need on any day at any time. Contact our criminal law team at Brydon's Lawyers today on 1-800-017-017 or visit brydons.com.au, available 24 hours a day. For expert legal representation, save 1-800-017-017 to your phone. Brydon's Lawyers, we do support you when you need it most. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only a... 16 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock, we will update the news for you. Always good here on High Tide when we can bring you something new. Something new. And actually, this gentleman we've spoken to a lot of times, but he's got a new position. He's now the new Deputy Commissioner of Marine Rescue. Darren Schott, good morning and congratulations. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks. That's all right. Now, you've got a new boat coming up at Port Stephens. Yeah, yeah, at Port Stephens, we're getting a uh, 10-metre vessel to assist our crews up there on the water um, seven days a week as they are in that, in that area of uh, New South Wales. But, yeah, new vessel, sea trials last week went well, so that'll be coming soon. What, what sort of boat is it? 
it's a ten meter naiad. Yep. Um, yep. Yamber yeah, engineering. Yeah. Yep. Welding yep, and engineering. Exactly. Yep. Yamber welding. Looks yeah. trick. I was looking at it on Facebook during the week. And the good thing is, it's built in New South Wales. Yes. So I do exactly. like that. All boats should be built in Australia. Well, I agree with that. Now, cold water boating. Yeah, like cold water boating. I know myself, I jumped in the water last Wednesday, one of the coldest days I've felt in my life. <laughs> you get in the water and all of a sudden there's, there's you go into a bit of shock and so people are boating and, and doing up in the water. It's it's not like the normal water in summer. It's Especially in the southern areas of New South Wales, it gets very cold and you can become hypothermic very quickly and it takes fast. Do we have a terminology quickly. here, uh, Darren, Al, about these people that I see in the papers that think, oh, how great it is jumping into the water at the beaches now. No, people Where they like think it. it's about 20-odd or 21 degrees still. <laughs> no, it's not. It's but then when I talk to them down at Bateman's and the rumour and further down, the water's like 14, 15 degrees. Yeah. Look, if you're prepared for it, it's not a problem. But normally in a boat, you're not prepared to go in the water. Yeah. It's it's an accident that you've fallen over the side of the boat's rolled over or something like that. So that would that's what makes it worth. So many layers of light clothing is the best way to go and have your life jacket on. Is and that correct, Darren? Yeah, but exactly. do we have a life jacket? It, it, look, it, it's going to save your life one day if you end up in the water. Um, yeah, yeah, but wear your life jacket for sure. And there's that initial shock when you yeah, hit the water and it's cold. And it's, yeah, it takes all the air out of you. And, yeah. and staying calm and staying in control are two very important mm, things. Interesting. There's something else I didn't know that uh, in, in cold water, your engine fluids become thicker and the oil can change its viscosity. Viscosity, and, yes. Uh, and obviously, you get that checked out and, and maybe get it changed over to your cold water oil. Yeah, well, there's also a change in fuels. Winter fuel and summer fuel is different than the petrol. They're different blends. So if you've got a tank full of summer fuel um, in the depths of winter and you haven't used it, sometimes you can have problems with your engine. And same the other way. If you've got winter fuel in, in summertime, it'll evaporate no, too early. Didn't know that one. Oh, yeah, no. Um, petrol's not petrol. Well, oils ain't oils. Oils Sol. ain't oils. Sol. Sol. <laughs> yep. Okay. You hate to be stuck out there with the, with the engine not running and uh, obviously you have to call Marine Rescue. We'll come and save you, but... You don't want to be that person. Yeah, you just don't. That's the whole thing. You know, you just, you want to take enough precautions. So, you know, if something goes wrong, you know, that you you hadn't planned on or was unforeseeable, you you don't mind dragging people out to to come out and, and grab you. But... If you if it's something preventable, I I don't know. I just feel like an absolute I'm not knob knob. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm searching for a word that I could use. You know what I mean? Because if it's preventable, yeah. you're wasting their time. Yeah. In but my like, opinion, accidents are accidents, and things do happen. Type of thing. Those ones, yeah. If something goes wrong, that's you know that that, that didn't come down to your you know slackness or preparation. Yeah. That's that's fine. That's cool. You yeah. accept that. I, I accept that. But. Now, Darren, you're a missing diver down south coast this week? Yeah, well, that's a great story. Um, a 64-year-old diver went missing last Saturday afternoon, and uh, we, we commenced a search with the Marine Area Command in our Marine Rescue Eden vessel. Um, we, we, the CESA search at, at last light last Saturday resumed again on Sunday morning using our Eden vessel and our Marimbula vessel and our volunteers on board. And then about 9.15am in that morning, the man was found on the rocks near, it's called uh, Leonard's Island, just north of Eden. 
Right. And that's a great news story. And, and look, I, I, I don't know the full circumstances and, and, and uh, time will tell, but certainly that gentleman probably wearing his wetsuit probably saved his life. Yeah, it's, big it's, chance. It's a great result. Yeah, no, that is a good result. Good to see a, a positive outcome because that sort of thing in wintertime, you just go, oh, it's not good. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, what else is happening at Marine Rescue? Uh, look, other than that, um, due to the colder weather, it is, it is probably our quieter months, but we've been working hard behind the scenes trying to, to get our um, flood response capability up and running. We've been, we've been working on that, um, you know, to assist SES and the other agencies when, when the rains do come back again. I'm not sure when that'll be, but um, and other than that, we'll we just continue with our normal... Uh, we, we normally do 220,000 radio transmissions every year, and we have 65,000 vessels logged on every year, so that's been continuing. But it, it is certainly a bit of a quieter, quieter time, but except for the, the keen fishers out there. Yeah, but we have issues happen every week. Every weekend, every week, every day, there's, there's yep. always something to, that we can attend to. And, and we're always, at this time of year, we go back to our training and try to get ourselves uh, rescue ready for, for the busier times. I was having a discussion about that during the week with uh, <clears throat> with another party, um, the government party, about, you know, it is important that we convey the message of safety every Saturday and Sunday on this program. It is. Thank you for that. Thanks for supporting supporting us. Well, you know, it, it is important. Yeah, it is. Okay, Darren, thank you very much for your time this morning. If someone wants to join Marine Rescue, what's the best way to do it? Well, just straight on our website, um, there's an email address you can contact, info at marinerescue.com.au, and, uh, yeah, we'd be happy to uh, accept your application. Okay. Thanks for your time, Darren. Much appreciated. Thanks, guys. Okay. okay. Darren Schott, Mar- Deputy Commissioner. Deputy Commissioner. Under... <clears throat> and, and, um, Alex Burrell. Yes. Hey, a fishing report. This is a fishing show, isn't it? Occasionally. Occasionally, okay. Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street up at Port Macquarie. It's one of the beaches. There's brim on most of the beaches, along with a few tailor. School Mulloway around Lake Cat Eye. On the rocks, tailor consistent from most of the headlands. There's a few brim and Ludderick at Plummer. The drum are slowly improving, um, but we really need a big southerly swell to shift a bit of sand to make it better for them. In the estuaries, Ludwig and Brim reasonable off the break walls. Some nice mull away to over 20 kilos in the lower reaches of the Hastings and Camden Haven. Offshore snapper and pearl perch on most of the reefs. There's some nice mahi-mahi a little wider on any of the trap boys. That's Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle. Yeah, and Grant, for you, the report by Curly from Narrabeen Bait and Tackle of 1469 Pitwater Road at Narrabeen Said, mate, the salmon and tailor are running around Pitwater. Mm. Mackerel Beach is a good spot. Anywhere from West Head right through to Baron Joey Heads. Chrome lures are working really well. Macars Creek, that's a great little spot to fish behind Scotland Island. Get there. Browns Bay is another good spot. Uh, for you, I would say Clareville Sailing Club. Mm. Seeing you're a, a yachty. They want me to join up. <coughs> you got to pay for that? Yeah. Oh dear! He won't be, he'll be waiting. He'll say, hey, wait, 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 I'm high, high, it, high, high tide." It's a real club. They don't have pokies. Love Good. the idea. Good to see. Love the idea. By the way, I see an article in the paper there the other day that three thousand odd licenses on poker machines have been 
withdrawn. Good. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. How many Neither places do, do you want to be able to bet and do things? Look at all the rubbish you see on TV, all the ads for all the different sports bets. I, I don't mind them and I don't care. I just think they're antisocial. You know, I used to have a mate that used to, mate, come on, let's go after work. We'll go and have a drink. Yeah, sweet. And I'd sit at the bar and he'd sit out in the pokey. He's like, what's the point of this? <laughs> Sorry, you were telling me about. Yeah, no. I, yeah. That, that is important mm. because a lot of people, I mean, what they are trying to do is get, get rid of the uh, washing of money. Right? Well, la- yeah, laundering. The laundering. Well, that's easy to fix. Don't but... We can't use cash. That solves the problem. Yeah. yeah. If, if you want to fish at Clareville, you'll find flat air brim and flounder. Okay, Hawkesbury prawn's the way to go. That's what they eat when they can get them. Off the beaches here in the northern beaches, uh, it's been good surf brim. That's a beautiful big silver brim. Been plenty of Taylor, Trevally, um, T.Y., the mouth down there. Narrabeen's been good. Bill Gola, Palmy. If you want to fish Palmy, fish it a little bit late in the afternoon. Hawkesbury prawns, beach worms, they're all good. Narrabeen, Collaroy, uh, using squid for jewfish, and there's been odd whiting caught as well. In the lake down there, has been open and flowing well. You've got Flathead, uh, Taylor, whiting and brim. That's good. Okay. I'll do Scotland Island. I don't need the boat to get there. You can walk across the jellyfish that are out there at the moment. They're everywhere. Yes, plenty of those. Oh, so I'm going to mention we had a uh, review company, uh, Google, uh, this one, week, yep. from Brett Fennell. And... Uh, he said, we have just purchased our first family boat with Blake's Marine, and we could not be happier. I searched for a boat for around six months and couldn't find anything that was within our budget. A friend recommended I reach out to Blake's Marine, as they typically have boats in stock that are priced accordingly. He was correct. As this was our first so boat... you... No, no, this says him, not me, says him. This was our first boat, and there was a lot of questions that I had for Lee, all of which were answered, and I was never left guessing. Dealing with Lee through the whole process was an absolute breeze, from the first phone call to the final handover. I live in Queensland, so the boat had to be freighted from Blake's Marine in Sydney up north to Brisbane. Once again, Lee took care of the whole process. I would highly recommend reaching out to Blake's Marine if you're in the market for a boat. So that's from Brett Fennell. So that's a nice nice wrap. Okay. That is a great wrap. I want to know. That's true. That's very true. I want to know if Lee gets a a little bit of a a pat on the back from the boss for that. Sounds like he did a good job. That's what he's expected to do. True, true. <laughs> he's expected to do, but that's up on Google. So, so let me tell you this: work. Alan and Anne have educated Lee and Yana and the rest of the staff to up to what they want. Mm. Yeah. The quality of the service that you get is what you and Anne. That's right. Have bestowed that's upon what them. I, I expect the service we give to people is what I expect to get when I go somewhere. Yeah. That's not asking too much. Now, speaking of that, and that was a station as well, like this crossfire we've got on uh, for the high tide listeners this weekend, a 449 side console, 70 horsepower Yamaha trailer, radio safety gear sounder. Got an entertainer's pack on there. It's got What's the entertainer's of, pack? The entertainer's pack gives you all the cushions at the front. It gives you stereo. That's, that, that's what I need, the cushions. <laughs> I don't want the boat. Oh, How much no, for the cushions? You're a sook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even take a whoopee cushion with him. Oh. You're sailing. You're supposed to be standing up and at the tiller and... Doing all those good things. You don't need all the bits and yeah. pieces. But hang on, thirty nine nine ninety for that four four nine crossfire. And if you say, look, I'm a Stacer aficionado, I actually like high tide, we'll give you seven hundred dollar a um, bait cutting board. It so is worth the effort. 
It is news time at six o'clock. We'll be back with more of High Tide on the other side of this.